Topical cream? Plus, I don't oh, I can bring you topical cream. I can get banana flavored topical cream. Your sock is just on the floor in front of me. Oh it's my god, gravy. that horrible thing. It actually touched it's my kind of white. My cat aids foot. <laughs> I know. It's kind That's of right, because I have foot Gross. aids, Kathy. Sticky. You've got all kinds of I got weird gross things happening. I got foot, foot aids sock. parasite. Cat foot aids. Juicy sock. Jizz sock. It's See? not Jewish sock. Jizz. Jizz sock. I don't know. How many how many guys here used a sock to masturbate into at some point in their your, your oh, teenage Bobby. years? I Can like how Mew raise her hand. Mew raises her hand. She uh, she I, does it. I used my stuffed animals to masturbate. Did you rub against your stuffies? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that grinding thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, this feels tingly. Yep, yep. Didn't know what you were doing. Oh, I knew what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to feel good. Try I want to do this again. Yeah, because you were thirty-five. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> wow, you're mean today. They're thirty-five and rubbing up against stuffies. What There's, is wrong with that? There's got <laughs> Seraphine is like I. That is. <laughs> What do we do? <laughs> okay, how many women in the room have masturbated rubbing against stuffies? No. One, two, at three? No. Okay. No. The, the women tend to be more honest, I'm seeing, than the men. They're like, well, why? Just the own it. You fuck a stuffy, you just own it. Just so many easier ways to masturbate than to use a stuffy. You just rub against it. You just get on, you go... Do I have to have that music playing? Because if I do, no. No. My oldest daughter, when she found her clit, she was like pulling on it. She's like, look, mom, I got a tail. <laughs> In front. Oh, my God. How would she feel if you were, knew she knew you were telling that story? Uh, that's that's <laughs> better than naked bathtub <laughs> pictures like, right there. Look, I found a tail. I'm like, Here I go, yeah. honey, yes, don't pull that I'm in like, yeah, front just, of everyone. Just be a little stuff. Rough on it. So we should start a show now. I think we started already. <laughs> I think we did. Let's start a show. Woo! The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, perversion. Recording live from the love lap. I always feel like I'm about the to say the love boat. <laughs> from the love boat. <laughs> First off, um, a very good announcement. Everyone has to talk quieter today because Kathy's had a headache for like three weeks. I don't think the quiet is actually going to make it go away. (laughs) You guys are dicks. Shut up. Don't tell them that. What? To be quiet. Yeah, I know you're doing that for a reason. We should have whisper shouts. You're trying to shame me into going to the doctor's office. You want to get everybody's help to do it. I'm on that wasn't my that wasn't oh, my agenda, yes, it but is. it is now. You suck, and it I is know true. You Kathy well has had this weird headache for mm. for a few weeks now. Yeah, and three weeks this gives was, you oh, chills, week number four. chills, and stuff like that. Some Feels weird. Feels like the top of my hand, head is just going to explode every time I cough. Yeah, oh. and then you get chills, and then I get massive chills and body. Maybe aches. you have some like weird little teeny infection. It's not a tumor. I didn't say it at was all. I <laughs> have amoxicillin in my purse. We're not I don't gonna. Even know what that is? Don't share meds. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to me, honey. 
I got it from Mexico. Don't. Oh, she could yeah, grow. That's what I want. Oh, it's amoxicillin. It's she could grow a clitoris tail right now. I don't want a tail, Michelle. <laughs> you could have a fronty. Keep your medicine in your bag. Don't give Kathy an amoxicillin fronty. Oh, no. It would be sexy. It would be sexy. No. All of a sudden, she's like, woo, 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 Look what I got. <laughs> Look what I can do. Can oh, I spit Stuart. on it? Can I spit on it? Recording live from the Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of a pretty massive for us studio audience. <laughs> I'm Kathy. I'm Miss Michelle. I'm Count Boogie. Over there is Onger. And thank you. Lord, Lord, Lord. And here we are, <laughs> show mood. two, show 205. Kathy, yes. so much. So wait, Kathy is free, but Dell is not. <laughs> are you buying Dell's ass, <laughs> Dell? <laughs> Dell, are you for sale now? For sale? No, Del? I um. Go well, ahead. Like I have to speak now. I didn't even play. Yeah, I. That's very descriptive, Dell. Yesterday was my last day as membership chair. I've been volunteering for a while, and right. I performed my last task. Congratulations! And, and Dell might be taking over. Might sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sucker. The shackles will be around his ankle soon. That's true. Well, he's he's switchy, so you know he may he may That's be into true. that. So, well, that, so I thought it was great. Dell, I think, would be amazing, mm-hmm. and if he actually ends up doing it. Sure. Great for us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's it. Oh, oh, Mew <laughs> had to make sure to write my shame. Okay, first off, big important news in the pokey world. Oh. You remember I said how Mew is not inspired by me anymore because I stopped making, you know, music for a little while. And, oh, yeah, you know, I remember and, that. Yeah, oh. and so, yeah, that was <laughs> last week. And, uh, and so I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get back in it, and I've been toying around with this idea. Because you know I like niche stuff. I like writing jingles for certain shows, certain styles and things. And, you know, I did stuff for MySpace. I got a lot of popular Dr. Demento shows. I have a whole history of, like, niche. Like, I'll do an entire album project around something, and it's a lot of fun. And then the people that are into that, obviously, um, there's usually not music for those certain groups. You know, there's certain groups that don't have that. So I'm like... I like Pokemon. That Why don't I make a fucking Pokey band that's like all kind of fucked up songs about not the game necessarily, but like my fucked upness next to the game and like all the shit you encounter or whatever. Basically, your experience is playing. Kind Pokemon. of trainers because they're called yeah. trainers. Right. And so I said, dude, I'm going to make a trainer band. And so I know Al uh, sings a little and plays some keyboard and she was real into it. And then, uh, you know, Mew can be cute. Uh and uh, she wow, she's she, laughing. She and then, you know, she you can be cute. You can be cute because she doesn't want to play keyboards. And so you know, but uh, she can definitely handle cuteness. And uh, and I put it out to like the groups, and I'm all, dude, I just want to start this band. And so I said, hey, I dude, I just want to call it like Pogo Sanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and they're like, because you know. Th- Obviously, it helped me not kill myself going out for two months playing it. So I'm like, okay. And everyone was like totally into it. They've never heard a single song, whatever. So I just started writing Pokemon fucked up music about sketchy people peeing on sidewalks and stuff like that where you meet. And the first song is called The Mankey. So if you don't know what a mankey is, it's this little weird ape creature thing that does this weird dance. And so so I I am writing music again. Yay. And that helps Mew love me um, when she's not um, burying me under the table. Because i got to paint a picture for you guys. All right. I want you to picture some romance here. Okay. Ready? Everyone just kind of get in that zone. Now, just, just take yourself, not with my face. Uh, put your own whatever face in. But there, 
Mew and I are in bed. All right, you know, not not fucking or nothing, just having that intimate time, the cuddle that time. that cuddlers that lovers mm-hmm. have, you know, four and a half years, coming on five years of togetherness, and and just that soft moment together, looking at each other, not too much because it's creepy, you know what I mean, but just you know, looking <laughs> around each other, and 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 I go in, and and I give Mew. What I think is the sweetest possible daddy kiss I could give her. Aww. I just I just go in and I just give her that little kiss and I just press you know little you know you you know Michelle you just go that yeah. that extra like few seconds that soft and then you give that little release and she gets this blissy smile on her face <laughs> and she says, "Hmm, Al's a good kisser." <laughs> <laughs> Mew oh. Really She's just laughing her ass up over there See Al From the show uh-huh. Uh-huh. Not me That was the response <laughs> After I threw my magic on her And uh, and then I just look at her I'm like what the fuck And she's like no 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 I'm dead I'm dead I, I'm all don't don't just don't don't even try. Just that moment, that ship has sailed. It's gone. At it's least gone. she's she's keeping it real, Boogie. Keeping it real. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it real. Letting me know where I stand. Yeah, that kissy mm-hmm. face. Yay. Unger. Unger. Yes. What have you been doing? What have you been up to? You didn't show up last time. <gasps> Uh-oh. Yes, did, I know. Did you have an axe removed? <laughs> um... He's no, I, I, have, I did injure myself on Tuesday with an axe, though. So. Uh, a splinter? Was it a splinter? No, I, I actually sliced my finger open. Oh, hunger! But, but that wasn't the, the most most thrilling part of my week. I, mm. I've had quite a weekend. Which what day? was the most thrilling part of your weekend, Hunger? Let's see here. Was it being asked if we were role-playing in the, in the, in the lobby of the hotel? Okay. Or was it the night before, before swimming, when while doing a quick five-minute scene, I accidentally cut myself while doing a knife play scene, so added blood accidentally to a knife play scene? <gasps> oh, Unger. That's so sexy. <laughs> just, yeah. or, just a big old mess. Or was it the... It was a big old mess. Or was <laughs> it the sudden um, uh, waterboarding? Um, <gasps> With pee? Which just happens. Unintentional waterboarding. Oh, no, it was very Michelle. intentional because someone didn't want to drink water after having some alcohol. Ah, you force someone to drink water. You so poured you it down. Oh, yeah, yeah. You well, have to do that. poured it over their face so they agreed to drink it themselves. There you go. Yeah. That's smart. I mean, so, no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. I was holding her by her back, so she was off balance, too, which just made it even more disconcerting for her. Mm. Uh, you know, spread a, a, a washcloth over her face and poured water over it. and yeah, is this Aki? Did yes, you do this was, to Aki? Oh. Yes. That's wonderful. That's yes, so full-on waterboarding. Sexy. That was. But I before she went swimming, I, I went and grabbed a straight razor out of my bag. And when <gasps> I did that, I have, uh, in addition to a straight razor, I have Shavettes, which is like a straight razor, but exchangeable, changeable blades, and it uses the half razor blades. Mm-hmm. And I had a bunch of those blades sitting around, mm-hmm. and 
I kind of like when Picked I went and up. grabbed it. Yeah. I pushed down so hard that I pushed it through pushed the really wax hard. paper that covers it and sliced yeah. my finger open. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh. as I'm doing the blade play on her, I'm bleeding oh, all over did. her. Oh, oh you bled on her, didn't you? you Michelle's did, getting off you? over here. It's <laughs> yeah. literally. Yes. And, and then the next morning, and she looks like a creepy guy next. at the park with the yes. hands in the pockets. <laughs> You have your hands in front of your so hands are, are like doing? literally there, going. <laughs> and then the next morning, we went down to grab some coffee. Mm-hmm. We were still wearing our our kigurumis from oh. sleeping, and we we're wandering around a hotel. Was there blood as on As Totoro and <laughs> and toothless. Um, nice. <sighs> and getting coffee. Although the, the 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 kid in the in the elevator thought I was the Easter Bunny and loved it, and it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a little kid. Yes. It's like, you're the Easter Bunny. <laughs> I am giant Easter Bunny kid. Well, th- that's what the Easter Bunny does after 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 Easter. Goes to Vegas. Gets drunk and buys a hooker. <laughs> Makes sense. Oh, so I don't know housing. what to say. That's just alarming. <laughs> that was a 36-hour trip to Vegas and back. Oh, yeah. Sounds like an eventful oh. trip. It sounds like an unger trip. Yeah, that's pretty unger. Randomly ending up in a 36th floor, or no, 63rd floor uh, uh, club. That they invited us to go up to in your costume, in your no, jammies. This was the night before. Oh. Oh. That would Look be how cool. sad we uh, were. I know. <laughs> well, that's I wish normal. I wish. Well, would my pussy's wa- wet. Would you wear a shirt? Michelle, but yeah, it was, it was pretty pretty crazy. And this was after Star Wars night. Oh, did you yeah, have a May the Fourth celebration? Yeah. Well, dude. well, duh. Well, duh. Hey, <laughs> man. Jedi holiday. <gasps> Did he just say that oh. with disdain? Yeah. Someone Is there a Sith holiday? Yeah, made the made the, yeah, Revenge oh. of the Fifth. Oh, oh my no. god. Yeah. That's mm. it. I'm done. What? I'm done. No so I didn't know you were even Star Wars. <laughs> well, I was, Craver Explorer told me some somebody he saw in a or something about a, a, a rebel or oh, a Jedi outfit and I said, right. "Was it the black one or the brown one?" He goes, "The brown one." Oh. <laughs> That's the new shit. The black one is the one. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I'm a snob too. What am I going to say? Yeah, like there's the, like there's a level of nerd that there is like is. less yes, there nerd is. Yes. than the other nerd. And you don't know that is very telling, Boogie. That's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, nerds that Even are snobby. Even I know that. That's right. like the people in Pokemon Go that complain about other people. Like, oh, there's so... I'm all, dude, we're a bunch of fucking idiots driving our cars around catching imaginary fucking creatures. <laughs> Nobody gets to be proud. Nobody gets to be a snob. We're all fucking lame. All of us. Yeah. All Star Trek, Star Wars, doesn't matter. Fucking nerds. Star Wars all. is better than Pokemon. <gasps> Ooh, burn. Maybe, down the gauntlet. Maybe it is. And Chewbacca <laughs> died. Oh, you had to go there. <laughs> he had to because he's boogie and he's mean that way. Yeah, the walking carpet is now in a plush coffin. What? 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 what did Unger say? I what? said he couldn't wait a couple more days to actually die on Star Wars Day. How rude. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's it is true. pretty tacky. It is. it is. Fuck that guy. Wow. Fuck that guy. That's just... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to get You one. know. <laughs> We're going to get shot for sure. Yeah, we are. Well, that's it. Huh? That's that's our uh, potato man. Wait, wasn't I supposed to have a jingle for that? Everyone's a sly potato man. Uh, that's it. That was <laughs> wow. Okay, back to my heavy metal days. Now, let, now <laughs> let's let's go to the next. Bed life is the place where unicorns play, but then they fuck each other in the ass with their horns because that's the kind of freaky shit that happens on bed life. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. 
which is also true of Smashley, our author of the day, who wrote something called, I don't want to talk about my feelings, emotional transparency, and DS. It's going to be good, Boogie. It's going to be good. Uh, I like this good. one. She says, growing up, talking about how I felt wasn't safe. Crying was especially frowned upon. It was easier just to keep everything inside until it spilled out into poetry, artwork, and pretty much anything else I could escape to in order to avoid self-confrontation. My feelings don't matter, you see. Not to me. They're stupid, ridiculous, without merit, meaningless. But in any DS relationship, emotional transparency is paramount. How are you feeling, he'll ask. Fine, I reply, always. And I get, quote-unquote, the look. Look. And in Uh just a split second, I realize I've taken away his authority over me. In the middle of a scene, I'm fine is not an acceptable answer. In reality, I just want to be loved and to love others with my whole heart. But there's a part of me which remains on guard at all times. I hate talking about my feelings, but I'm learning to do it anyway. I owe it to my partners. I owe it to myself. Oh, that's nice. Full clap. There was there was a lot more, I mean, a little bit more to the post, obviously, um, that uh, that we didn't read, and and this is exciting because she she also talked about I don't I think it was a she um, yes what whatever um, that like here I'm starting to see little cracks of light through the wall and stuff like that and that stuff gets me so excited because I've seen so many situations where people who have been programmed to not be able to share their feelings that your feelings aren't valid that you, mm-hmm. they don't matter that it's negative you know it's bad to share your feelings it's you know it's weak it's you know all i mean the the thousands of fucking head trips that either parents and families put on kids religions put on kids all the shit bad relationships put on people it's it's just an awful level of programming and when someone's courageous enough to be in an environment where they have somebody that's supportive and willing to work with them a little bit when you get to see those cracks start forming and they start seeing that evidence that there's another way to look at their reality and that comes with honesty and transparency and and all of the scary vulnerability that stuff's really exciting because i've seen it so many times, especially since being in the lifestyle. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of places to hide in the kink community. You can't, if you have coping mechanisms that you've created, which we all do, and that work for you out in your normal everyday life, uh, they aren't going to last long in, in DS, in kink, uh, in play scenes. One way or another, those things get confronted or you start to lose play partners. Sure. And it always yeah. has amazed me how pretty consistent that is you're always reading it seems about someone who's had to face something they don't want to face because if they didn't they would not have a strong relationship they would not have good play partners and they would not be advance advancing in the scene at all so uh, sometimes when people we've had questions from from people who write and, and say what's what is it about ds that that makes you a better person or why do you consider this uh, a positive and constructive path to take? And my answer is always the same. You don't have a lot of places to hide in, in DS or yeah. in kink because those coping mechanisms will out one way or another. I have to agree because like if you can't be totally open and honest, then you're not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get very far with many people. It's like with uh, me and Poppy Ramon, 
you know, it's it's kind of sucks because, uh, you know, I have like these feelings of like, oh, I'm not worthy of uh, being able to tell him what I'm feeling. But, you know, when I finally do, it usually ends up, you know, pretty good. For the most part, so <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not always a fucking walk in the park. It's not. No. It's not always a fucking sometimes walk in vulnerability the park. sucks balls, but, it, but but you know, it's 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 for the greater good. I think uh, ping ponging off uh, what you said, you you talked about the evidence because mm-hmm. that's that's what that's where I have found the greatest uh, amount of growth in somebody that's very shut down with their communication is presenting to them and sp- celebrating that evidence. Every time I have uh, been with somebody that has some communication issues or whatever, every time that I try to create an environment that every little conversation that we have that I know is a little bit vulnerable for them mm-hmm. to kind of show that conversation was okay. We can put that in the evidence. With Bunny, we did a lot of that. Yeah, we can now put this conversation that you didn't want to have, that you had some fears and and concerns about. Now that it's been successful and it's actually been a benefit, and we've actually gotten stronger and whatever, let's take this conversation and celebrate it and put it into the evidence bag. That way, we you can never again say as an absolute that this conversation is going to go bad. Right. So every time you have another one of those. You start looking at the individual conversations as little kind of gold nuggets that you put in this bag, and then it takes away your brain's ability to absolute, which is that's what we do. My, I, I, you know, I'm always bad. I'm always wrong. Uh, you know, it's never. You have these absolute phrases, mm-hmm. and when you have that bag of evidence over time that you celebrate each of those little communication wins, it's impossible to go back to that absolute thinking that that you can't communicate because you're like what are you talking about we have 20 different conversations that have all worked out well so maybe it's okay if you rethink how you allow that programming to affect you and it's been amazing uh, to see that and i also wanted to point out from what kathy said and what you said and what we say about the lifestyle there's a lot of shitty relationships in the lifestyle where one or more of the partners together don't want to grow and they don't want to communicate and they lay out some bullshit and you try to follow that bullshit because you think that's the way it's supposed to be and there is no communication Mm -hmm. it's like a my way or the highway uh, kind of thing so but in general i agree with kathy that um that at least in the whatever philosophical whatever we live in the community that we want to live in that communication and celebrating that communication is something that we all strive for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. very true anybody in the audience have anything to say here comes Eddie. Eddie's coming over. You mean Here Poppy he Ramon? Is it Poppy Ramon? Walking down the street. Oh. He just leaned uh, over. Uh, why do you have that mic all the way down? Because there was people sitting. It was at the sitting level, and now the, standing people are there. The last time I bent over like this, I got a bottle up my butt. Anyway. Oh! <laughs> wow! Stop looking at Tell me. Tell us about you that. You liked it. You liked it. So, uh, Get to the mic. <laughs> So I grew up in you know Hispanic household where you know you're all tough and macho and whatnot. You don't really talk about shit. So that led to a lot of fights, a lot of problems because things would just bubble up because right. nobody talked about it, and then it'd lead to a big fight, blowout. You said shit you didn't mean. Everyone stormed off. 
the next day, I'm sorry, I love you, hugs, kisses, but the issue was never resolved. So after a few weeks, things will bubble again, and the cycle repeated just over and over and over. So one of the things when I got into the community and the lifestyle was the openness of communication, of talking things down. I was like, wait, what? People actually do this? <laughs> it's not just a theory. It's actually practice. And a bottle up my bed. Come on. <laughs> so it's great to be in a community, in a lifestyle where it's encouraged to discuss things, to talk it out before it leads to a problem. Or if it becomes a problem, work it out. What can we do to resolve it? And if you know, you're one of those that doesn't. I s- highly suggest you open up a little bit and crack the door, and you'd be surprised how relieving it actually is to put your feelings out there and your thoughts and what's bothering you. And when it's resolved, you're like, "Huh, that wasn't so hard." Relatively simple compared yeah. to what I thought it was. <laughs> in my brain. Exactly the years you've yeah. spent catastrophizing it. I mean. You know, it was I, very interesting what you said, but it was so hard to take you seriously. You're bent over double <laughs> talking in, to the floor, basically. <laughs> that was good. He was like, yeah, I'm just going to bend over here. Do you care uh, if I push this up? No, I don't. He can, he can straighten it. Because then now the people that are sitting down are going to want to talk into it, and they're going to be leaning up with They're the, not going to pull their seats up to it. They're just going to stand Yeah, everyone's going to stand Whatever, up. then they'll stand, set it up. Oh, just, yeah, get oh, yeah. that. Do that, yeah, baby. <laughs> While he's a... Uh, oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. This oh, is is that what the bottle up the butt sounded like? A little bit. We're pretty close. <laughs> until I my Michelle on spit though. on it. <laughs> we are so... Yeah, we are so there. I did want to add uh, one thing onto the communication thing, and that is when one of the partners... Uh, and everyone has to be at their own level. You know, you can only do what you can do and be who you are. Mm-hmm. And not everybody inspires that vulnerability out of somebody. And not everybody is ready to handle that level of vulnerability. Um, and it is okay to set that limit for yourself. We have a number of people over the years that, that we've played with that were like showed all this great potential for a good communicator and whatever. And they were just not willing to start opening up like that and it had to be one of those things where um we weren't going to go forward you mm-hmm. know because there there was nowhere to go at that so it's just like okay well we can play but but you're not going to get that communication and on the other end of that people are like oh they just weren't ready the other end of that is maybe i wasn't the one to inspire that you know, oh, take yeah, my ego, be. take my ego out of that. Maybe they weren't ready to be vulnerable with me, and right. that's okay too. Maybe there's somebody else because you know the poly thing or whatever. They mm-hmm. wanted something more focused, so it's okay to also say this isn't going to work if that communication. You know, if some if both parties aren't willing, at least that's with me. Yeah. That was pretty cool. I feel like sometimes I have some. Um, submissives or they they want like more out of me than what I'm willing to give sure as far as like oh well like, you know I can I can uh, I can listen to all of your problems I'm like oh dude no no <laughs> no <laughs> like, that will not, that will make you the problem yeah no we're not gonna do that <laughs> I don't need an emotional tampon thank you no yeah thank you very very much yeah. I need a, and, I need service yeah <laughs> That's awesome. That is quite an image I am now never going to get rid of. Emotional tampon. <laughs> That's I 
I am Woo! there for you. Now you have to write that fucking jingle. You'll never sleep with me, but I can help you move. It's actually, I have the song half done. Because <laughs> it's I true. I was an emotional tampon, and it's yes, like, they're are. like, oh, yeah, I love you like a brother. Can you help me move? I won't fuck you, but I'll tell you all my stuff. Emotional tampon. And yeah. no, I get to be your emotional tampon, and then you're going to go fuck some asshole on the hood of your car, and then I'm like, well, I would blah, 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 and oh, well, he's such a dick, and then, and then she goes on to the next mm-hmm. guy, and the next guy, but I get to be there. You know, I can just rely on you. You like a brother to me i did that shit up until yeah, about 23 yeah. and then it's like oh no 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 i've had chicks do that to me too i'm uh, like bitch i want to fuck you yes <laughs> but no you're all that's cool but no, no. emotional tampon i am here for you anything that's hysterical <laughs> <laughs> i never finished that song i need another uh, band hunger is there anything going on in the chat room that's worth talking about no all right, there's Thanks, our answer. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Thank you, Captain Articulate. Keeping it real. <laughs> Keeping it real. What is this emotional transparency? And de- Oh, oh, this was all part of the same thing. I thought you had two topics. Thought you snuck in no, another topic. No, it was too long. It, it went down to the second it's line. Su- there, there's wow. two lines. It's that long. That it lo- but doesn't it look like two topics? I'm like, oh, this is like uh, all the old days. Remember when we used to do two Fat Life stuff? Period. Yeah. At the end of the first That's line? a semicolon, I think. Mm-hmm, I don't know. It's right under uh, Mew writing, Al is a good kisser uh, in Sharpie to remind me of my shame. That's basically what she's here for. Just emotional to- tampon! <laughs> you are not Mew's emotional tampon. <clears throat> Sometimes it feels like that. We got some mail, and we're going to read it. Perverted mailbox, because you need it. Yeah! Yo! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> JJ was gagging behind me when you were talking about being an emotional. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know. Sounds yeah. like he's we been there before. We all know. We're all like, yeah, I was at 10. You're like, well, well, you know, I would never do that to you. I would always be there for you. I know. You're so sweet. I could never fuck you and lose you as a friend. By the way, I got to go out of town. Can you watch Mr. Mittens all weekend? I guess so. I'm going to be fucking three guys that aren't you. <laughs> you used to be so pathetic. I was. Those stories are horrible. People wonder oh why I'm an asshole now. It's because I learned things. <laughs> was that your journey? That was part of my journey. <laughs> okay. Was going from giant wafting mm-hmm. pussy douche to giant wafty pussy. Hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Mm-hmm. Mew to the rescue. We got some mail. <laughs> and we're going to read it. Perverted podcast because you need it. Yeah. <laughs> See, Candy, I love just, it. You should sing the jingles for now. <laughs> All right, I have two today. The first one is from Jaybird54 who wrote, I just started listening to the show. I listen while I'm at work and you guys make my work day fly by. Especially Kathy, who is just all kinds of awesome. Well, yeah, we all know that. She wants to get into your tail. They want to get into your tail. Your little front tail. What? I'm all kinds of awesome. You are all kinds of awesome. (laughs) All kinds. I tried to tell you. All kinds. The show is super funny, but also super educational, so I just love it. I wanted to thank you for making such an amazing podcast and say that I can't wait to catch up. Also, my favorite part of the show is the song at the end. You all sound fantastic singing together. Oh, oh, that was man. From, that's somebody Whenever who I just get an email like this, listening. I'm like, just 
And here it comes. Buckle in. You know. <laughs> Buckle up. Buckle. Show 17. What happened to Fee? <laughs> Every then, time you just. Abyss? Where's it? Show 101. Abyss quit. No. She's not probably going to hear this until much no, later on. Later on. After we've ruined her yeah, life. Yeah, after. She's going to be like, wait a minute. That was me, me, <laughs> me, me, me. That's so horrible. Yeah. All right. The second one is, is better, actually. It's okay. someone who wishes to remain anonymous. And says, I discovered I am officially a pee-pee zombie. Woo! Uh, oh, yay. Pee-pee zam. Which, yeah, I wish we had a jingle for pee-pee zam. We do. I didn't load it in this. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Oh, wah, wah. God, fucking Jesus. Play alligator balls. I don't have alligator balls. You don't balls. have alligator balls? You know what I have, Kathy? <laughs> <laughs> That that's very umpapa. It is, and is not have anything to do with our anonymous writer. Oh, I got Kilto here. Look at her! Everyone, get down! She's showing the toe. <laughs> <laughs> you know why I love that so much? Why? Because it's just, you look at little Mew, and you don't think that her no. toenails are, you know, <laughs> lethal <laughs> weapons. <laughs> yeah! Get her away! <laughs> How long are those? Those are talons. Talons. <laughs> 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 She's like a bird of prey, but a Mew. <laughs> a Mew of prey. A Mew of prey. <laughs> She says, I'm super excited and I hope to be a Patreon supporter soon. Don't rush it, honey. Just oh, yeah. take it easy. <laughs> I got an announcement. I was that. listening to episode five today and you guys mentioned Orchid and Serpent. It reminded me of when I met them at a convention here in Washington and I let her hit my breast with her fairy wand, which is Ooh. an amazingly cute and fun impact toy. And it left a beautiful star-shaped welt. Remembering it made me smile and giggle, and I wanted to share the memory with you guys. Thanks for being the highlight of my mornings. Love you guys. Nice. Now, she sent us a picture of it, which I uploaded to. Yes. Her, her, it was just a, draw, just a little welt on her boobies. Oh, yes. The shape of like a star. It, it was gorgeous. Very I like nice. it a lot. Two very I lovely, like lot. Two like very lot. lovely, <laughs> lovely letters. That's wonderful. That is. Podcast News. Woohoo! Yeah. <laughs> now some stuff. Wait. And now? And now? And now? For the news. Oh my god. <laughs> Poor Mew. It's just so sad. Oh, and she's hilarious. laughing harder than anybody. <laughs> I just watched that foot just every time she lifts it up. <laughs> hey, and, uh, you know, I'm getting a, uh, actually a couple of emails. People saying, how come Boogie doesn't add an end song anymore after the show? Because I kind of ran out of songs that I you thought were not. decent You did not. How many enough. songs have you written? Well, I, I have a, I don't know, I guess we had about 80, 90 recordings of songs that I've done. Yeah. And, and you then, have hundreds of and, songs yeah, recorded. Yeah, I have, yeah, yeah. Some of those are pretty... You know, these are bad. The ones I put up aren't that great, but there's worse, Kathy, well, <laughs> I mean, if you want to believe. Well, you should put them up there and is then worse. let people decide. I mean, uh, you know, Chicken Fucker and, you know, some of the classics, uh, you know. Oh, Bloody Chicken Head. That's what it was. <gasps> so, uh, yeah, Bloody Chicken Head. And, you know, there's, there's just some that I'm like, yeah, no. So, I mean... 
I guess technically after two years of putting up a new song every week, I you know, I probably could start recycling and you know run through the list again. You know, radio stations play the song every fucking fifteen minutes. Well, if they can do it. Why I think can't we? Once every two yeah. years, I could. Right. But you know, and I don't Just think saying. I'm going to be putting up the Pokemon Go song. <laughs> Why not? Why not? I just don't. You played Zua. Songs, Why yeah, but those were, yeah, there was a sign. I don't know, I maybe I will. Put maybe them, I will enjoy them. Damn, fine. All right, and somebody actually listened to what we said and planted the PP flag at the beach. Look at that, <gasps> that was very Yay. nice. Sarah wrote to us with a picture of, um, in the in the oh, sand, yeah, that's right, she put in the sand. And she that made boobies. She said, My bestie and I went to the beach today in southwest Washington. She decided we needed to make some titties. They oh, were yeah. very nice titties in oh. the sand. They were well sculptured. Perfectly round. Well sculptured titties. <laughs> oh, I did appreciate that. It's up on our it's very good, podcast very good. profile. It is. Oh, uh, oh would, then there's you. Over to you, Boogie. Over to me. Dee, 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 dee. Thanks, Kathy. <laughs> you got it, Boogie. Coming in, and then you got to stare because the you know the uh, the time delay takes like three seconds. You ever watch that? You ever mm-hmm. notice that? Yeah, when they're, they're like, talking, uh, and, they're, and they're like, oh, and from Tel Aviv and from fucking Los Angeles to Tel Aviv, there might be some bing bonging of satellites. So uh, no, I just uh, I just wanted to say, um, fuck it. You know, I tried and. Uh, you know, because I started with, you know, saying doing the show has to be enough for me and, you know, jumping through all the hoops with Patreon and doing uh, all the little things and trying tears and stuff like that. When everything went crazy here and I started losing jobs, I got, you know, obviously scared. And, and then I'm like, OK, well, maybe I can start trying to make the podcast make money and and so i got kind of into it and like i'm gonna try this but i had to realize that it's just i suck at it i really fucking suck at it and then it becomes stress and then i don't make the commitments that i i said i was gonna make and then i feel obligated and then it becomes not fun and it becomes like a job that i don't like mm-hmm. um so i don't i don't want, i don't want to do it you know it just makes me feel disingenuine and it makes me feel um a lot of pressure. I love doing the show. I love making jingles. I love, uh, I now love half a peepee. And so some of the stuff that we do, like the early access for our patron uh, subscribers and, and half a peepee, which only our patron subscribers can do, uh, at this point, that's about the limit of what I can do. So I ended like the $10 tier. And I put out a letter today and I kind of explained myself to our patrons uh, who have been amazing uh, and the people that are able to donate some. And I said, I'm sorry. This is this is where it's at, and you guys can go ahead and downgrade. You know, whatever, adjust your, adjust your uh, whatever donations because I'm not going to be giving. You know, or trying to give these rewards. And mm-hmm. it was just overwhelmingly positive. I got so many emails from people just being like, "Look, we love the show. We support because of the show, not because of the perks. The perks are fun and whatever, but it, it really is about." Uh, you guys all getting together and doing this show. So I really appreciate that. And I did try, but, you know, but, yeah, I just suck at it. And if I was good at this kind of stuff and ambition and whatever, I wouldn't be a fucking unemployed janitor at 50. You know, I would have had ambition and I would have achieved greater things in my life. But there's a part of my brain that just I have a lot of great ideas and and I have really shitty follow through. So the fact that I have been doing a show for uh, four years mm-hmm. every week without missing is really a big deal for me. That's the biggest commitment, um, you know, next to next to Mew, the biggest commitment I've ever followed through in my life. So I just have to, instead of beating myself up, I just have to celebrate 
the the things that I can do. And, you know, I think that that says a lot about you um, and that you're able to, like, acknowledge that and go, no, I need to take care of myself and step back and do what makes you happy because that's what's important and, and, and that's applaudable. Yeah, it's just going to affect the show. Exactly. And if I don't, because then I'm just going to be like, ah, I can't do any of this. Ah, yeah. Fucking catastrophize and run away. And and so. Yeah, we don't want that. Yeah. So we're just going to hang in. And uh, so there's there's my uh, my major announcement. Was there anything else that we were supposed to do? No. Nope. That was it then. We're not precise. We don't have lice. And we are not always nice. But we're here if you need some fucking advice. We we aren't always nice. No, no, no and no. but we don't have lice. That's very true. You know why? Because we groom. True. Because I'm bald. Yes. There thank you. Go. You know. Thanks, me. You know, fucking Kilto. Why don't you just just <laughs> hang out with Panda, who oh takes her own life at risk every time she cuddles with you? Don't get too close to her, Panda, because at any moment. Kilto could fucking. You're just gonna hear that little switch toe blade, and it's just gonna go foop. Next thing you know, slice your hamstring. Your beer. That's it. Slice your hamstring. You can't uh, walk. She'll just. Uh, she'll and then there will you. be blood. Yeah. Then Michelle will get wet all. Over. Yeah. I know. And, and Michelle will be oh, like God. like a bird doing a bird bath. <laughs> just, yeah. Jump, 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 jump. <laughs> <laughs> chup, 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 chup. In the blood. Kilto, Kilto, Kilto. I just again, follow, again, I, again. I just follow the carnage of Kilto. <laughs> <laughs> then I bathe in the blood. Boogie. <laughs> Another image I'm never going to be able to I, remove. That, Sorry you for know. all the listeners that they couldn't see that. That was magical. It was. <laughs> I just pictured like, like a bird, like a bird bath, a bird. Well, that's what Mankey does. Yeah. Uh, it's a bird bath of blood. Just the, the wings flapping. You remember mm-hmm. like Woodstock? You yeah. know, you used to jump in. <laughs> I'm just trying. Now I have the image of Woodstock bathing in blood. Thank you. <laughs> Fucking evil. <laughs> that would be amazing. Ruin peanuts for me. <laughs> and then Snoopy comes and grabs it and starts jacking <laughs> off with fucking Woodstock. Uh, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Fucking yes! bloody dick. Pushing out a fucking Woodstock's and mouth. And his little beat going. <laughs> and then after he nuts, he just fucking discards Woodstock's dead body into no. the bloody birdbath. What? No. Look at Seraphine. No. Look. He, <laughs> she is he in shock right now. Him. He comes all over That's her right. bloody mess. Right. did to Seraphine. And then he like just yeah, draws yeah. a pentagram in the yeah. ground with the bloody it's body plop, plop, plop. and then like farts on it and it fizzles and Woodstock mm. comes back to and life like a phoenix it. and then comes back to life and then everything's better and they have Easter marshmallows. <laughs> I want no part of this conversation. <laughs> <What? laughs> this has just um, gone beyond. This is called acting out, by the way. <laughs> that what it is. I like it. <laughs> Stop acting out, Boogie. <laughs> Settle down. Wait, wait. What segment is this? Some fucking advice. Oh, good. Very good. Let's, let's Yet again, nobody wrote into us asking us for shit. So, um, this is from your class, remember? Class oh. where people <laughs> asked questions. So I'll I'll give the question. It's great. That, that was one student, and I think she's a like a going through a psych major or something like she that. Yeah, some awesome questions. Just a great, some really questions. I'm like, okay, we'll use it. I'm totally taking advantage of her. Great, great. Right Ooh. now. She asks, are extreme fantasies reflective of the individuals who perpetrate them? You know, I talk about Snoopy actually- jerking off with Woodstock, but I don't know if that affects my core. As a person, is that what the question is? Yeah, that's what I read it to be. <laughs> so, whatever your fantasies are, are they a reflection 
of your inner personality trying to get out. Kind of. Right, because we all have some fucked up fantasies that we would never enact in real life. Sure. Yet, oh, yeah. But through no fault of our own, they get us wet and horny, and, and you, you can't you can't decide what's going to excite what you. What turns you on, yeah. yeah. So, uh, but that's what most people don't understand. If you're not into kink or DS or in the fetish community, you just don't understand how someone could have a fantasy about that and and that there's no... There isn't a line there that stops them from actually doing it in real life. They figure, well, if you're fantasizing about it, you're going to fucking do it. That's because people have been told. Uh, mm-hmm. That's because the more as a society that we oppress people's thoughts and that we judge them based on their thoughts as opposed to their fucking actions, then people are now repressed and they don't have any outlet. They don't have any ability to talk to people and say, hey, I have these thoughts and feelings because they know they're going to be fired from their job. They're going to be thrown Mm -hmm. out of their school. They're going to be ostracized. They're going to be thrown out because you had a thought instead of what we try to do to say, hey, your thoughts and your primal instincts and stuff like that, those are things that turn you on. That's what turns you on. It is your actions that make you a monster. Exactly. It is your actions that make you a rapist or a child molester. That is where the line is. And the more we tell people to not explore their thoughts or to not at least have a, an outlet to talk about that, then it just wells up. And we see it all the time in media. You know, people just act out in these shitty fucking ways because they're told, oh, you're a pervert, you're a creep, don't be into feet, don't be into masturbating in front of people, don't be all of these things. And so everyone's just like, oh, I can't get a... And then it just comes out in a negative manifestation of behavior. And that's how we perpetuate that. But if we just started letting say, hey, we, we all evolved from these primal animals and if you look at nature the mammals are pretty fucking rapey they are they're pretty fucking rapey so the things that get them turned on to mate maybe some of that is still stuck in our in our old brain so it's okay to have those things there it's your actions what can we do to mitigate you not acting on that fantasy, but maybe doing a role play, maybe doing mm-hmm. some type of thing that's positive, maybe finding out what is the motivation of that sensation, and then finding another type of play that doesn't involve that negative or illegal behavior and doing it that. But until we have those conversations, we're going to keep seeing people just blast out and then fucking hurt a bunch of people right mm-hmm. one of the weird things about that is that i have i love rape fantasies mm-hmm. and oh my god it's so hot oh, to think yes. about that stuff but the absolute reverse happens would happen if i ever had to watch it and if it's like if i'm watching a realistic rape scene in a movie i can't watch i i if, if it doesn't turn me on. No, if I'm like watching movies, it with anybody, no. I'm like, turn turn it down, and I'm not going to look until it's over, because I, I can't even be in the room. It would make me ill. I don't think yeah. I could ever sit by and watch a rape actually happen. So I, if you think that it's weird that I love something in fantasy so much that I get off on them, but crossing over into real life makes me ill... Welcome to my mind, because I wonder why that's true myself. I have no idea. I just know it, it gets me off, but I will absolutely not cross over. But in DS, I get to sit in a club and watch rape play or consensual, non-consensual mm-hmm. play, because mm-hmm. I know perfectly well it is play, and everybody involved has negotiated, mm-hmm. and everyone is safe. So I get to have this weird little outlet where I'm just playing this game, and 
everything is good. Yeah. But it's weird. I can understand that the average person has a hard time wrapping their minds around that. And they automatically think if they're capable of being excited about that in their mind, what's to stop them from doing it in real life? They think that's the natural extension, the next step. No. Yeah. I mean, and it's not. I mean, if you're, I mean, now we're going to get into mental health and, well, sure. and yeah. things I'll, like that. I'll there bet are you people. We're talking yeah. about people there who are, are yeah, mentally Ill. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're not going to talk about people that don't. Can't differentiate that. Don't have any empathy or any compassion. Yeah, psychopaths that's totally and sociopaths. That is another thing that uh, we have to deal with as a society, yeah. and we're failing miserably, uh, miserably in the mental health uh, situation. But as far as people that have a basic capacity for empathy mm-hmm. and compassion, that needs to be worked. That mm-hmm. needs to be uh, what's the word? Flourished, enhanced. Uh, unpacked, unpacked, Woke. encouraged. Mm-hmm. That type of uh, it, it needs to be okay for you to have um, those fantasies, and then your actions are what's graded, not mm-hmm. your thoughts. Right. Yeah, it was, it's a good question. I'm constantly amazed that this one person wrote all these questions. That's good. That's really good. Unger, yeah. is there anything going on in the chat room that's worth talking about? I mean, for heaven's sake, are they all asleep in there? Uh, many of them are. Yeah. Talking a little bit about pepper, uh, tear gas and pepper spray, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. In razor wounds? No. Puppy Ramon is nodding his head. Are you in there? Oh. Yeah. He's, he's all pepper, poppy, poppy pepper spray. One of my patients <laughs> had a bejeweled pepper spray around her neck, and I'm like, is that a bejeweled pepper spray? She's like, yes, I got attacked by a dog. I'm like, oh, that's smart. I go, well, that's fine. I got a stun gun in my purse. She's like, you do? I go, yeah, you can buy one that's pink. And she was like, ah, <laughs> at work. Yeah. That's Michelle, so don't <laughs> out yourself at work. I'm not. I told her it was for protection, which it is, because I got the one that's wonky and like sparks. So sometimes that's the one. Ramon comes at me and I have to pull it out. <laughs> exactly. You know, well, you got to zap some nuts. You got to zap some nuts. <laughs> so. I got to get a new one. <laughs> Those things do burn out. What is that you have in your hand, Unger? A Nerf gun. Oh, he found. I got to find. I got to find the the bullets for that. Ooh, jizz on it. I'm sorry, a Nerf. Don't blaster. jizz in my Nerf gun. Oh, <laughs> Unger, don't listen to my. Don't listen. Don't be influenced by my Michelle. Don't anybody be influenced by my Michelle. <laughs> We're going back to Woodstock. <laughs> Woodstock. <laughs> blood, blood. Right, I can make that happen real quick. I'm, right, sure, I'm sure you can. Hey, <laughs> n- not in the love lab. Oh, we should get like a, a super soaker and, and then just like, fill it with blood. You know what I want to do? It's not like a war concert. Oh. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so pretty much every war concert ever. So, did you want to hear my what my fantasy is? Yes. I want to get a guy to make a um, a dildo of his dick. Mm-hmm. You know what? What is those called? Oh, the mold, or whatever. whatever yeah. Yeah. And I want him to jizz into it and put it in the freezer, jizz into it and put it in the freezer and fill it up. And then I want to fuck him with it and make him suck it. Michelle, <laughs> talk about <laughs> mentally ill. <laughs> and that, my friends, is our show. Big wet kissy face love to you, our amazing listeners. Joining us in the lab lab tonight (laughs) were Eddie, who just sat there on his phone the entire show. (laughs) Happy, I love you. My Michelle, who likes to tell embarrassing stories about her kids. Yes, hi. 
Seraphine who masturbates to plushies. Woo! I thought it was with. She's raping the plushies. Yeah, she is. Joe, who was very silent tonight and who is retiring soon, so we all hate him. Mm-hmm. No, but we get him back. <laughs> Woo! Mew and Panda, we're very glad that Kilto hasn't hurt her yet. <laughs> 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 Dell, who will soon be disappearing into the gaping maw of volunteerism. <laughs> Sucker. Unger, who as usual is all kinds of mayhem. <laughs> and finally, JJ, who thinks he can just waltz right in in the middle of a show and have a seat. JJ. <laughs> Send your questions, comments to pervertedpodcasts at gmail.com. Or call us at 424-226-2037. See, I remember this time, Boogie. Look at that. Very, very good. I'm going to call you bitches. You better. And then uh, finally, that was show 205. We get to 206. And I guess I'll just put some song right here at the end. And we'll see you next week. Yay! I'm a little chicken and I'm waiting to be fucked by the farmer with his axe. See my head lay on the block. Feel the chop on my neck. See my feathers turning red. See me run around with no head. Holy shit, dude! I'm dead! I'm dead! What the fuck did I ever do to you? I'm dead! This is totally screwed!
Oh, <laughs> 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 